just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Few things give us an opportunity to ask questions, and then I want to believe that by the time we are done, at least we will all be convinced that we know some things added to what we already knew. Amen. And then secondly, um, going forward, I think it's been recorded, so. People who miss can easily go to the podcast and then listen to the message. And if you're able to do that, you can have a certificate somehow. Amen. So it says that one of the most important questions to ask yourself is, what will happen to me when I die? This is a question that cannot be easily answered by university lecturers or school teachers. There are no textbooks that fearlessly and adequately answer the question of what happens to a man when he dies. The Bible is the only book that confidently answers this controversial and difficult question. Both the rich and the poor will die. The Bible declares that after death there will be judgment. According to Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27, rich men are likely to live longer than the poor. However, both of them will eventually die. Death is the leveler that will level out things for both the rich and the poor. So in this chapter, we want to look at 15 things that will happen when you die. You know, this session has particular areas that I want, I would spend much time on. Some I'll just be running through because there are things that when you read you should be able to understand. Like this one, number one. When you die, you will either go to heaven or hell. The rich man went to hell, Lazarus went to heaven. You will not just stop existing. You are not just converted into a piece of meat. Every one of us will head for a permanent destination away from this earth. Either heaven or hell. So we are looking at 15 things that will happen when you die. Number one, when you die, you will either go to heaven or hell. Number two, if you go to heaven when you die, angels will come to escort and carry you away from this earth into the presence of God. Like I said last week, that it is important for us to still serve God to the end. So that when the day you die, you know that angels will come for you like it happened to poor Lazarus. Number three, if you go to hell when you die, you will be met on arrival by evil spirits and other dead people. Like in Isaiah chapter 14 verse 9 Bible says that hell from beneath Is moved for thee To meet thee either coming It stir up the dead For thee, even all the chief ones of the earth It has raised up from their thrones All the kings of the nations So earth, hell is beneath So hell will open itself up And then receive you And hell has evil spirits in it And these evil spirits Will also come and then receive you just like if you travel to anywhere and then your family are supposed to come and then meet you. In the same way, they'll say, hey, I want to. And then they just welcome you. May none of us go to hell. 
Number four, when you die, you will go downward if you are going to hell. Because hell is below. Hell is beneath. In Luke chapter 16, 22 to 23, it makes us know that hell is beneath. Number five, when you die, you will discover that you have a spiritual body of a man, which the Bible refers to as the inward man. When Jesus told the story of Lazarus, he referred to different body parts, such as the tongue, the finger, and the eyes, like we saw last week. Number six, if you go to hell, when you die, you will find yourself in a prison where there is endless, unimaginable distress and torment with intolerable agony. The endlessness of the agonies of hell are depicted by the worm that does not die and the fire that is not quenched. In Mark chapter 9, Jesus said in verse 43 and 44, And if your hand offend you, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life, that is eternal life, maimed, than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that, that never shall be quenched, where the worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. So, hell is described as a place where in this teaching I'll mention something about hell. But for now, hell is described as a place where God has created and it's always ablaze with fire. And I say, the atmosphere looks like fire. So, if you are if, if you put something in fire, it gets burnt. But here is a case where Jesus is teaching us that even a worm, when the worm is in, in, in hell or in the hellfire, it does not burn. So anybody who goes there will still be burning, but it will not have an effect on you like on earth. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So number seven, if you go to hell when you die, you'll discover a place where people scream and cry for a drop of water. Like we saw in the story. Number eight, if you go to hell when you die, you discover a place of unbelievable and indescribable anguish and torment. In Luke 16, 24, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. It was not a simple experience that he was having there and that should make all of us work hard not to go to hell number nine when you die you will discover that many people who received good things on earth will receive evil things in hell and many people who received evil things on earth will receive good things in heaven i want to share an experience at this point you know 2013 2014 2014, 2014 December was a year that um, I met a man. He was a man of God. I had gone for a burial service of one of our church members, a lady. And then 
the lady was coming from a royal house so the funeral was the burial service was supposed to be done in the palace so we got there on time i was with one of my 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 leaders who was driving his car as when we got there we were sitting in the palace waiting for the service to start and then this older man came to sit just opposite us Robert na yenim no no she me say he was just looking at me and i said ah so i told my my associate pastor that why is this man looking at us like that so we were so uncomfortable that i asked him Charlie let's move out so we moved out when we moved out we went to sit in his car it's a true story i'm not i'm not sure in a movie so when we went to sit in the car we saw the man come and then obai no be jina car in chain no me na me to front no chiami and i was in my clerical so you could see sir osofo osofo when ababe program no ho na me say yes no so chiami na otsin sa to my other pastor and then he greeted him and then he greeted me for the second time and he introduced and said I'm a man of God I said okay so when he said I'm a man of God then I, I became relaxed I'm saying something to this point then he said after the service after the burial and everything have you seen this house and he pointed to a house that was not too far he said that is my house please pass by before you go back to where you came from Yes, okay. We will do that. So, the service was done. Everything went on well by the grace of God. So, after we had come from the Emusie, from the cemetery, we went to look for this man. When we got to this house, it was a very big house. We knocked. And then somebody came to open. And when we entered what was supposed to be a big hall, there was no chair. And he went to bring a bench and then some funny, funny wooden chairs be that, oh, please sit down. It was myself, this is my associate pastor, and the pastor, the missionary of that place. So the three of us. So we sat down. No, water. And then we drank. And then the man came. When the man came, he came to sit on this small bench. And he said, let us pray. And he prayed. Then he started looking at me. And he said, I know you. I'm talking about when you die, you will discover that many people who receive good things on earth will receive evil things in hell. And many people who receive evil things on earth will receive good things in heaven. He said, he knows me. And I was, oh, sir. And I asked him, oh, he knows you. Oh, heaven. <laughs> I said, what do you heaven? I was confused. Heaven. <laughs> and as he was looking at me, the presence of God hits the place. So I was wondering. Then he started narrating. He said, ah, 2006, Minya accident. Or see, me a apostle. I have founded a ministry. The branches are all over. The 
pastor or the ministry of that place said, Ah, Papa Unie, are you the one? I have heard of your name. I have seen your picture, but I didn't know it is you. No, say I am the one. So, as someone, he was a very known person in that area. I said, Really? And he said, He was going Sunday morning, he was going to visit one of his churches. And he had an accident on the road. And he went into coma for 40 days. So within that 40 days, he went to heaven. And in heaven, that's where he saw me. And I said, hey, what is this man saying? And he said, you see, you were in the same class with me. In the class, there were different lecturers. And Jesus was one of the lecturers. And Jesus would come, and then sometimes when he's teaching, he said, anytime we come for the lecture, he will give us files. And after the lecture, they'll collect the files. And so when Jesus is teaching, he will let you write what he's teaching. But after you're finished, then he collects the files. They collect the files. And he said, there were different classrooms. The, the classrooms vary based on whatever God wants to do. Some of the classrooms were made of students who had come to heaven and do not return. But the class that me and him were in was a class of people who had had accidents on earth and have either gone into coma or something has happened to them, but they have to come back and continue the work that God has called them to do. As the man was talking, I kept asking myself, what is this man saying? So I asked him, Papa, was he after then? No, see, 2006. It just occurred to me that, ah, I understand. 2006, I didn't have a physical accident, but I had a relational accident. <laughs> what was it? 2006, by 2006, we had given birth to our last baby, Nicole. And there was so much tension in my marriage that, <laughs> and the Lord told me that what I went through was an accident. And I went to coma for 40 days. And I said, Lord, what are you saying? And then we could, we could understand. Then he began to say things that made me understand my prophetic calling. He said, the files that are given us, that we write on, and then when we close the lecture, it's collected, are files that are written on things on this earth that when you look at people you know so he said so as you are sitting there you know a lot of things and I said it's true <laughs> so I can put my hand somewhere on your body and then it's like I just know things because of my accident that I've had, has happened to me before And he said other things that blessed me. And one of the things that he said was that, do you remember, and he told me, do you remember that in one of the lectures, we were told that anybody who has a lot of things on this earth, I didn't know what you were saying, but I now understood why I don't like things. 
I, I don't I don't like things <laughs> I am somebody who doesn't like things I, I don't remember the last time I used my money to buy anything Whether it's phone, whatever, whatever. Any, Almost everything I have is somebody who has given to me Though I can buy, I don't buy because that edge is not there I don't even, I am even struggling to have things I said So when he said it He said From the time he came out of the coma By that message He came to sell and give his gifts Everything including this house I oh, see I am a very rich man of God before my accident. Oh, so Papa, now one nine, now one cars, now one say. See, see, any man where Papa didn't even teach The man was saying to confirm what this man of God, the apostle, was saying. I'm saying to say that if the rich man, we are learning, the rich man was having a lot of things, and Jesus said, "You enjoyed in this lifetime. That's why when you have come here, you are struggling." There's a revelation we must have that we are saying. And yet, Japa dear, in a mau, a ye be beat it should be over your meaning. Or see, man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he possesses. And that's one area that Satan has succeeded to deceive a lot of Christians. So much said, we do everything to have a lot of things and then put the real heaven that we are going on the side. Number 10 When you die You will discover that the first shall be last And the last shall be first In heaven the poor man was in a better place than the rich man There was a complete reversal of status The rich man was down Down, down The rich man was powerless The rich man was suffering The rich man needed water The rich man needed help the rich man was crying out of his pain and his need. Do you remember that all these things were happening to the poor man on earth? On earth, the poor man was down. Down, down. He needed help. He needed water. On earth, the poor man was powerless as he suffered and cried out in pain from his sores. The words of Jesus will come to pass with such frightening accuracy, making no sense of all the things we valued whilst on earth. Ain't you know? Let's not be surprised when we get to heaven and then we see something different. Say, hey, whilst you were on earth, you were chilling, oh, but do heaven, you know, it looks like it's vice versa. That's why we should serve the Lord and serve Him from a, from a pure heart without all these deceptive things the Bible calls the deception of riches. Number 11. When you die, your circumstances will change radically. If you are a rich man who used to send people on errands, you will no longer be able to do that. In the story that Jesus told, the rich man tried to send the poor man Lazarus on an errand, but he was blocked. Things had changed and rich men were no longer allowed to do their own thing. What a drastic change of circumstance. You will be shocked to see that, as I say rules, you know, it's a little bit different from what happens out there in heaven and even in hell and that's 
that's something that we Christians shouldn't be surprised. We should know this before we die. Because if we are supposed to not to care, oh, or we see car, or controlling doctors, or controlling NMP, into no full say, or betting a car, any question, send me a chirubia. But what they don't know is that when you die, all these assassin power and all that they have does not work like that in eternity. And then they get surprised, like those rich men. Number 12, when you die, you remember everything that happened on earth. So like this man was sharing with me, he was actually helping me to remember something that I didn't know. This was 2006, the accident was 2006. Some of you may have even had experiences that is qualified you as having an accident. But you may not know. And Utina, sometimes God allows us to go through some sufferings to give you power. From that day I understood why I operate in some things. And the authority I have in some areas of ministry. You will remember the opportunities you had. You will even remember the messages you heard. You will remember your sins. You will remember the altar calls you did not respond to. You will wish you had lived your life with the reality of heaven and hell always on your heart. That scripture, Luke 16, 25, Bible says that, But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime, Abraham was as he saw, you received good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. Remember, 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 remember. What will Sukai? What will Sukai? What will Sukai? What will Sukai? Uwa, Obekai, Yewa, Yabekai. Number 13. When you die, you will discover that there's a big gap between heaven and hell. Number 14. When you die, you will discover the importance of evangelists who go all over the world preaching the gospel. You will appreciate the value of gospel crusades, evangelistic breakfast meetings, which as a church we must do all these things. Evangelistic crusades, breakfast meetings, gospel concerts, Christian literature, tracts, I will add flyers, Christian television outreach programs. You will wish there had been more of these easily criticized preachers. You will even wish to swallow any words of criticism you have ever uttered about evangelists and pastors. Some of us, we see people standing by the trotro stations and then they are preaching. Don't insult them. Because they are doing something that would affect some people. When you die, you begin to see how important it is to have a lot of people who are spreading the gospel. And the last point, number 15, when you die, you only care about people not going to hell. Like the rich man, you will not care about your money, you will not care about your property. Most ministers of the gospels do not have the drive for soul winning that this rich man had when he was in hell. If you are born again when you die, you will be glad that Jesus Christ came to die on the cross to shed his blood for you. You will be glad that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Like he said in Luke 16, 27, then said he, I pray thee therefore, Father, 
that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brothers, or five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Amen. Are you enjoying what I'm sharing so far? Alright, so let's go to chapter 6. Seven people who will be in hell. Who is who in any community speaks of the outstanding or influential persons in that community? Or in that profession? Or in that group? We now want to know who and who will be the outstanding personalities in the community of outer darkness. In other words, who exactly is going to be in hell? Number one, many rich people will be in hell. Many rich people will be in hell. He's not saying all rich people, but many rich people. In Luke chapter 16, 22-23, Bible says that the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Being in torment and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Christ died to save us from perishing in hell. A place is made intolerable by the type of people that are there. The intolerable nature of hell is created by the presence of the most evil men who ever lived as well as the presence of evil spirits. Including the false prophet, the dragon and the fallen angels. I'm going to explain this getting to the end of today's session. I want to talk about an example that prophet gives about the fake politician. He says, I remember a rich politician of a certain country who went to jail for various crimes. When he entered the prison, he was so frightened by the kind of people that were there that he feigned, he pretended to be sick immediately and asked to be admitted in the hospital. In that country, if you had enough money, you could pay to be in a hospital that was not in the prison. This rich man continued to pay thousands of dollars so that he could stay out of the frightening prison. In the end, his money ran out and he had to go back to face the people in prison. <laughs> Hopefully, this rich man would serve his sentence and come out of prison. But, there's a prison which you can never climb out of. And that is the fate of many rich men who descend into hell with no chance of parole. They are shocked to find that they have descended into a horrible pit wherein dwell the most evil men that ever lived. The Bible tells us that the rich man went to hell. Bible also says, Jesus said, it is not easy for a rich man to go to heaven. Uh, it's just as difficult as the camel going through the eye of the needle. And you know, caution he says, oh you Christonia, then you miss Rawa. I saw you very careful. Because, it has a voice it has a voice of easily making you feel that you don't need God you don't need heaven sometimes it's even better you are poor that's why we have noticed a lot of poor people easily serve God even when you look at countries it is usually the poorer countries that seem to know God far more than the so-called rich countries. Is it not so? I'm talking to you. Is it not so? Amen? 
Number two, wicked people will be in hell. So the first people will be in hell are who? The rich people. And number two, wicked people will be in hell. Psalms 9 verse 17. Bible says that the wicked shall be turned into hell. And all the nations that forget God. Here I want to add not only wicked people but those who forget God. Okay? So the wicked people point three would address the forgetting God part. So we join both together. Wicked people will be in hell. And point three people who forget God will also be in hell. And the wicked people, the frightened prisoner, one day after preaching, a man walked up to Prophet Dagiwad Mills and introduced himself as an ex-convict. He described how he had been in prison for the past 15 years. As he talked with him, I realized how, he realized how nervous and edgy he was, casting furtive glances across his shoulder every few seconds. What is it that this man keeps looking at his back for? At a point, Prophet Dag asked him what was wrong. He apologized for his unusually restless and jumpy attitude. He explained, I am always scared because I think somebody is going to attack me from behind. I was 20 years old when I went to prison. And I'm now 35 years old, 15 years later. He went on in jail. There were so many murderers and rapists. You were always in danger of being attacked from behind. That is why I'm so nervous. That is what makes prison frightening. Bishop says that I began to understand what it means to be in prison. I understood even more what it meant to go to hell and be caged in with frightening characters like witches. Witches will be in hell. Wizards will be in hell. Madras will be in hell. Hell is going to be a place to avoid at all cost. That is why as we are hearing these messages, God wants us to take decisions that will deliver us from going to hell. Somebody say Amen. Say a better Amen. amen. Number three, same scripture. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Even this one is talking about nations. A lot of countries in Asia who don't believe in God at all, who don't believe in Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter they don't believe in Jesus Christ. If they die, they will go to hell. He said that nations that forget God will be in hell. Maybe forget it, and who do not also acknowledge God. There are many people who have put God out of their lives and their careers. They are forgetting that there is a God somewhere. Many people in Europe believe that there is no God. They do not believe in God. They do not pray to God. They do not go to church anymore. They may do good deeds and finance huge humanitarian programs, but they will be turned into hell because they forgot God. It is a fool who says in his heart there is no God. In Psalm 53 verse 1. You will notice how some politicians do not acknowledge God when they even win elections. They forget about God and do not acknowledge Him at all. They may acknowledge their wives, their children. Some even acknowledge their dogs, but forget to acknowledge God. How many have seen some before on television? 
Yeah. This is very dangerous because they that forget God will be turned to hell. In Psalms 14 verse 1 also, the Bible says that the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. So, this rich man had gotten to a point where he did not care there was any God. Hey! And then, I have just been at home reflecting on a lot of things. And one of the things that came to my mind is that you can, you see, life, you can easily get to a point where everything seems to be working for you. That you don't need anything. Because I started thinking about some very, very rich people who some years ago were not rich, but have become rich. And how now they don't care they don't even want to go to church, especially this COVID season crowd here. They have reasons why they don't have to go to church. We are suffering now. once you preach message and The way they will treat you. But I pray that we will not get there. That God is blessing you, and because of your blessing, you have just pushed God aside. Somebody say, God forbid. And that is why, if that is what happened to you, then like King Solomon, you have to tell God that God, if that is what happened to me, then don't let me be rich. Or see, neither make me rich nor poor. This is King Solomon speaking. Neither make me rich nor poor. How many want that prayer? Neither make me rich nor poor. If I'm going to backslide, Lord, then make me poor. If riches will make me backslide, then Lord make me poor. How many will pray that prayer? How many want to be rich and then slide? How many prefer to be poor and go to heaven instead of being rich and go to hell? Let me see your hand. Okay. Hallelujah. Bible says in Romans chapter 1 verse 28 to 32 I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible it says that and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer any longer God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper these are people who have just put God aside and so God gave them up to a mind that was spoiled, a corrupt mind. Verse 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, verse 30, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil. Disobedient to parents. He's describing Subaimbi and I say Subia is common with people who don't believe there's God. Or see, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. And verse 32 is where I'm looking for. And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice said things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give healthy Approval to those who practice them. Almost four or so. They don't care. It's like, oh, look, 
I remember one time in London we went for outreach. We paired ourselves. So I happened to be with um, somebody's wife. So we were just walking. And house to house. We take streets. So we got to this house. And then it was a white lady's house. And then the white lady usually would say, you know, they have um, usually a fence, either um, and then with some wooden fence around it and then gates. So we just knocked. And a white lady came out and said, Yes, excuse me? I said, oh, We just want to talk to you about Jesus. About what? It's about, about Jesus. Then she just went and we, we had, Whoa, whoa, she was releasing her dog. Alsatian dog. Hey! Myself and this sister, come and see. The next house did not respond. We went to the next house. There was this black. I've cast who was there. And we said, Hello, can we talk to you about Jesus? I said, About what? <laughs> Look, that particular day, I took a decision that I don't think I want to stay in this country. Because I love to talk to people about Jesus, but everywhere we went, there was so much opposition. I said, About what? It's about God, about Jesus. And he said, My car is my God. My car is my God. Fuck you. And I didn't mean to treat for me with you, demon. Hey. I told the sister that, Charlie, I think reaching out to people here is very difficult. Very, very difficult. Right? These are people who think that they don't need God. They even say that oh, it's the black man who says that there's God because of your poverty. Because of your poverty. But even there are black men who also get rich and then now their mind begins to work like that. Look at you. Your small money has made you think funny. You die and go to hell. But I pray that as God blesses us, we will think correct. Because it's possible to be like Abraham. That you are rich, you are blessed to be a blessing. And then when you die also, you go to a better place. May that be our story. Say your better amen. Amen. Point number four. The pompous, the mighty, the proud, the chief ones of the earth will also go to hell. Hmm. In Isaiah chapter 14, from verse 9 through to 11, Bible says that hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee, even all the chief ones of the earth. The can't chief ones, and I just say, why am I then? The petit you, as I see so the petit you, kofubi abo mudi abi and say, hey, the pass me see there, yeah. The petitue, or see the chief ones of the earth, it has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. All they shall speak and say unto thee, Are thou also become weak as we? Are thou become like unto us? Thy pomp is brought down to the grave, and the noise of thy vows. The worm is spread under thee, and the worms cover thee. Ah. The big shots of the earth will be crowding themselves into the dark spaces of hell. Can you imagine? The Bible speaks of the chief ones of the earth. The Bible describes how their ostentation and showiness will be brought down to nothing. 
Unfortunately, this will be the portion of the glamorous and flamboyant people of the earth. You know, I always remember when I saw this in London, one of the years that I had gone to, I think when I just finished school, so I was there for some time. And then this couple, this brother and sister came to see me after preaching. And they said, Pastor, can you go and pray with our father who is sick in the hospital? See, sir, then then I'll say, Oyari, um, Parkinson's disease. Also, I was then, I just moved from Ghana to UK to stay for a while, so. I've been assigned a branch as an assistant pastor. So I was with the senior pastor. And then he said, oh, I mean, Chris, let's go. So we went. And then here was the father who is a known Ghanaian rich man. business trip. And here he was, he couldn't talk. He was just shaking like that. So, the Osofu made me talk to him. So I mentioned his name. He couldn't look at us. He would just hear from far. And he would be making sounds like, mm, 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 mm. So I led him to Christ. He couldn't respond well. As I was leading him to Christ, the son and the daughter were standing by me. And then the pastor was on the other side. Then maybe someone said, Hey, do you see how when you know? And angel. I mean, couldn't you have just paid God and then God would just, like you have always been doing, when you get to the airport, you have a way of going to VIP. When you get to this, you have to, but now, look at you. Death, you couldn't pay death. You couldn't pay God to do something. That is why I me, mean, when I see a rich man or a rich woman who is trying to, I come boldly and bullshit you. I am that type. I can bullshit a rich man. I've done it not once, not twice. I have even bullshitted doctors who don't respect God. I remember what, a place I went and I was asking the doctor, what is wrong with this person? I say, you don't have the right to ask me that. And I'm saying, where, where were you trained? You said I don't have the right to ask you what is happening to the patient and what you're going to do to him? I say, but what do you know? And I was wearing a simple shirt. And I'm saying, you think you're a doctor? I'm also an engineer. Cut off! What do you think? I'm asking you, why? What is the problem? And then he, he realized that he was dealing with somebody. Listen, so people are so proud that they think that they just, we are seeing Oh, you're Christian here. Don't allow that. They are purpose. Let them know that. Listen, this is your behavior. You find yourself going to hell. Who was the kind today? I call Uganda, so I met another man, a Ghanaian, who. Obenyesika, or contracts, if you are Rwanda, if you are Tanzania, if you are Kenya, if you are Uganda, if you are Ghana. Sika pa! Sika! When you are a man, I will blow lifetime. 
na Ghana party be na it was my first Ghana party, so I had to go. And when I got there, he met me with these two young ladies, Ugandan ladies, very beautiful girls. I said, oh, Only <laughs> Osofo no. Now I'm saying, I said, oh, Jibaku. Okay, so I'm saying, oh, Debbie, now me can't be country, me say, confirmity say we intend to make me vegan, abaha, me will be preacher tremor. So the girls asked, what is he saying? No, catch on, say, I was just giving you one, giving him one of you, and he said, he doesn't like it. Now, girls in Makushem, no, yes, he, they always say that. <laughs> we just give him time. <laughs> Two years later, I the same Parkinson's. I Rich man. One day, the prophet was saying that there was a wedding he was officiating, and then there was this rich man. As he was preaching, the rich man got up and said, Young man come <laughs> and he called me. I said, What you are preaching? I don't like it. And I want you to know that I will not change. I will not be born again. I said I will not change. I am an Anglican. I will not change. Ah. So he said, I'm sorry. I was not I will preach. I said I will not change. And he says, Ten years later, there was a similar wedding. That prophet was officiating. And I will not change. I've been 10 years older, which is about 80 years. Then he was about 70. This time he had come for the wedding. And when Bishop was preaching the same, with the same strength, now it's got to a time where how many want to give their life to Christ? That will not change, lifted up his hand. No, it's afraid they will cry. So, why are we learning all this? We are learning this so that we would immunize ourselves and also when we see people who think they are rich, tell them that listen, oh rich is name for Uncle Heavy, no. As I see so near my woman, you came naked, you go naked. All your nice things will leave them. You will leave your nice phone. You will leave your nice iPad. You will leave your nice house. You will leave your nice dress. You will leave your nice shoe. You will leave your nice marriage. You will leave your nice face. You will leave your nice hair. You will leave your certificates. Somebody was dying and in front of his, his coffin was all his certificates. He did, he was a medical doctor and then went to specialize in something and specialize again and specialize again. So he has three specialities. And he was dying with all these certificates in front. And because of the study and study and study into when we certificate in where is he taking it? But you see, the way life is we easily forget some of these things and then we think that everything is what we have. Point number five the beast will be in hell. 
So when we say the beast, who is the beast? In Revelation chapter 19 verse 20, Bible says that, And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet, that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. The beast, who is the Antichrist and the most evil man that ever lived, will also be among the community in hell. He will have his place there forever. And those who go to hell will have to contend with him. Amen. I happened to write a book. A book is called Reaching Your Expected End many years ago. And by the grace of God, it was forwarded by Bishop. Do you have one, a copy here? Forwarded by my father, Bishop Dag. And this, in this book, we describe, we describe, when I said we describe, this is the Holy Ghost who was helping me to see. In, in Revelation 16, can we see verse 13? Revelation 16 verse 13. You know, it says that, and I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. So there are three major spirits and out of their mouth were spirits coming out of it. So there's the beast, there is the dragon, and there's the false prophet. What notice here? Dragon, beast, and false prophet. These are the three major evil spirits that we are contending with. Just like we have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They also decided to have, if you want to use the word, Satan the dragon, Satan the beast, and Satan the false prophet. So, Satan the dragon is facing God the Father. Satan the beast is facing God the Son. Satan the false prophet is facing God the Holy Spirit. Osha Bible Ma, there were times right from the beginning, it was God the Father who was in control, doing things. We were not hearing a lot much from Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It was God the Father. And then God the Father at the point decided to use human beings like prophets and so on and so forth. And then came the new time when Jesus appeared on the scene. So it's like God the Father handed over the baton to Jesus. What's in Amen. And then Jesus also ran so the Gospels were the season of Jesus. And when Jesus was about to go, He said that now, as I go, I'm, He's going to send another comforter. And the comforter is the Holy Spirit. And so when the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit is now going to take the baton from Jesus and also finish up. Now these three have these three oppositions. So, God the Father's season was when the dragon was at work. And then when He handed over to Jesus, then the beast also took over. Then when the, when Jesus handed over to the Holy Ghost, then the false prophet has taken over. That's why this season when the Holy Ghost is at work, is when a lot of false prophets are working. That is why these spirits, you must know them and what they are doing. So in this book, 
Richly expected in Which Has been a blessing to many places I, I really don't talk about it much But today I feel like talking about it Has One of the chapters It's actually been revised And it will come out soon One of the chapters Talking about The features Of the beast So I just took the beast and described its features from the biblical point of view. And you should know it if you're a Christian so you know the battles that you're facing and what to expect. I, I think there are no copies now. Are there copies? There are copies. Okay, so... So that is just by the way. Then the false prophet will be in hell. The same scripture and then... The devil himself, who is a dragon, will be in hell. Bible says, and the devil that deceived them were cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. So when you see the devil, the word devil is the same as a dragon in Revelations. Another person will be among the community in hell, the devil himself, or the dragon. All those who have been afraid of demons and devils and ghosts will have to deal with this guy himself in the misty darkness of the underworld. The devil himself will be one of the most prominent and important members of this vast community found in hell. Sometimes when you go for outreach, you hear people say that, oh, now hell can be mean so Michael Jackson. Huh? <laughs> they make such comments like Michael Jackson is there and then Bob Marley is there. There will be a lot of playing music and all those things. But Ebony is there. <laughs> I think Ebony's parents will not be happy. Because <laughs> they believe that she gave a life to Christ before. But wherever, oh, there. Please don't think like that. Oh, Amen. Now before we go to a short break, chapter 7 A glimpse into hell Christ died to save us from perishing In the lake of fire All through the Bible we are told that there is a place called hell The lake of fire is the final destination for all who go to hell and you know what it means and they say to say yeah say be afar plain da ayeko baby and as unti and as unye be to coin for so far to say um KLM KLM aye plain ifi Holland plain kona of fine ifi Holland no baby eko biano ebe bo afa Holland as to aso so it's like if you took it from Ghana and you're even going to London, it will usually go and pass through Holland before it continues to London. If let's say you take South African airlines and you're going to a place that is around that region, like Asia or whatever, it will usually go through South Africa before it will continue. And to that place that it goes through is called a transit point. Sometimes in the train, you know, 
the planes can be changed. Are you understanding me? So what it is, and say, Samson and Yawas are season, we are going to fall. We are all strangers. Obi anyhow. Transit number one. When you die out of this body, you either go to hell or you go to heaven. If you go to heaven, it's because you are going to be with God. If you go to hell, it's because you are going to be in the company of Satan. But all these two places, heaven or hell, are transit points. It is not a final destination. And so in Revelations chapter 20, verse 11, I want us to read these scriptures and then we get to understand. Bible says, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. So heaven and earth would go. Just temporary. And you should have that mind. That's why people like Abraham, they didn't build a house. They just had tents. Something just to contain, just to be happy. And then... Just... <laughs> And the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. So it will vanish. Next verse. I'll say, And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened. Which is the book of life. And the dead were judged... Out of those things which were written in the books. So they are books. Like this book may be a book that records what you did in ministry. This book may be a book that records how you gave. This book may be a book that records how what you did with your body. This book Maybe a book that records your spiritual life. So different, different books. And then there will be another set of books that has your name and has everything that you did on it. So our judgment will be based on these books. According to your works. Next verse. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. The sea, there are some people who have died on the sea. There are some people who died and they were burnt. They were cremated. So when you were cremated, your body, this body, just well, became dusty and then they just threw it on. The day that we will all stand before God, and then you have to connect. So he said that the sea gave up the dead which were in them. Which, I see, and death, a war, to war, ya kan hum hum in yama wa hasisi ya, mpacho umu ti emi ya ka amenu. I see, and death, death, a war, to war, a ya hum hum, 
and death and hell. Here he's talking about spirits. So here, this point makes us know that though hell is usually thought of as a place, it's also a spirit. So I see death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged. Every man according to their works. Next verse, verse 14. And it says that and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. were cast into the lake of fire. So death, and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And the last verse, he says that, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life, which is this one book, was cast into the lake of fire. Please stand to your feet. Lift up your hands and then ask God to help you. That Charlie, <laughs> the way things are, no, it should help you so that you don't die and go to hell. Let us pray for just a minute, one minute. Pray that God deliver me. Deliver me, deliver my family, deliver us. It is not your will. It is not your will that will die and go to hell. That is why you keep teaching us. That is why you are showing us the truth. Lord, may we never take this for granted. Help us, Lord. We pray for our family. We pray for our brothers, our sisters. We pray, Lord Jesus, for our parents, our spouses, our children, Lord. We pray for our friends. We pray for every member of this council. The Lord, this revelation will help us to be on guard, oh God. Deliver us from making a mistake that would take us into the lake of fire. In the name of Jesus. Grant us grace, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, Amen. Please be seated. It's Abla here. Abla, are you ready to minister one song? Let's welcome our sister to sing one song. And then I continue.
go back When I get to heaven I'll walk the streets and the highway I will walk the lane I'll see the heroes of the faith Compare myself to those who shine like the stars and receive crowns. I hope I'll never say I regret the way I left. I hope I'll never say I regret the way I left. I hope I'll The first will be last And then the last will be the first And I hope you'll be among the last to become the first I hope I 
to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed. Live like you. Live like you.